0: Hello, and welcome to Just One Thing. I'm Brad Stearns, here with Lisa Stearns, and we're your hosts on this weekly exploration of simple ways to enhance your relationships, improve your health, manage your stress, and just be happier. Now settle in while we discuss Just One Thing. Good day, and uh, welcome to the next episode of Just one Just one One Thing. Today, our topic is taming the inner critic. And I don't know if you're aware of what that inner critic is, but it's the little voice in your head that says, you know what, dude, you are not working hard enough. You are lazy, you need to work harder, you need to do this, you need to do that. Why did you eat that extra piece of pie? You're just a slovenly glutton. And it does all kinds of things like that. You may think, well, that's good because it keeps me on the straight and narrow path good health and better relationships and higher productivity at work. But I'm here to tell you that for the most part, that inner critic is not, not your friend. really, really good friend. <laughs> no. And the reason we wanted to talk about that inner critic and maybe taming it a little is because it is so common and it is so, I think, detrimental to most people in terms of their, their life, their moving forward, and particularly their happiness. Because yes. we, you know, we tend to focus on happiness a, a lot, lot because happiness is a baseline from which... Good things can occur. That's right. And it makes life better. And why why would you not have your life be better? I just have to ask you that. Right, right. Unless you just want to be a martyr. Some people can do that. <laughs> but even I think a martyr at some level is happy being a martyr. Yeah. So, right. so like you're, I'm not suffering enough. I'm not martyring enough. So that even martyrs have inner critics. So we were talking about this because I had a, a couple of engagements with my clients last week where their inner critics were particularly loud. Um, and... I had reminded them the week before that, you know, pay attention to that voice in your head. And they were, and they knew they had to report back to me, right, you know, the next right. week. Like, you know, when you heard that inner critic, how did you react to it? Right. And what they said, well, it started yammering. And I remembered I had to report to you. And you were <laughs> going to ask me what I did when I heard that inner critic. And the fact that I was aware of it allowed me to deal with it a little bit better and say, okay, please, you know, quiet down a little bit before, you know, you make my life miserable. Right. And they were, just the awareness was allowed them to tame that inner critic a little bit. Right. They still did what they needed to do, set out to do, achieve their goals. Right. But they didn't have that inner critic yammering at them and making them miserable. Right. And uh, I was talking, and I'll talk a little bit about the technique that I like to use with my clients, but you... When I was reporting this and talking about it to you in terms of if this is a common problem, you said you had something that you use with yourself
1: uh,
0: and your clients. And I would like you to talk about what have you found to be that, I'll call it the best tool for dealing with that inner critic. And I I just love the story.
1: Yeah, the best tool for me, and I can't give credit to to the author that wrote it because I read it in a book. So it's not, I didn't make this up, but it was very, very effective for me. So when you have this inner critic, this negative voice, you immediately stop and recognize first of all like you said that there's right. there's a there's be aware a voice that it's there right. there, yeah. there is a voice that's there. the
0: first step if it's just one, one thing, thing and you're not aware of it be aware that that yep. voice is yammering at you more often than not it might be the voice of your mom yep. it might be your own voice because you've set the bar right. you know extremely high it's right. just telling you do better do more do something so. right
1: all right so you hear you hear that voice when you hear the voice the first thing you do is push pause okay and you call a meeting a meeting? A meeting. <laughs> it's a meeting in your head. Oh, okay. Okay. So you imagine a meeting in your head. Um, I tell my clients, and, and when I've done this in workshops, you envision everything you can. So envision the room. Like the... What's a table? Is it a conference table? So it's a real meeting. Is it, a, it, it is an actual an imaginary meeting. meeting. It is an imaginary okay. meeting. There is a meeting room. There is what's the table look like? Is it rectangular? Is it round? Uh, Where's the door? And and then you, you invite or you acknowledge that there is certain people at this meeting. And there generally tends to be the same people at your meetings that you're just not aware of. Um, And so the next thing is to recognize that this is your meeting. That's the most important thing.
0: You're you're the chairman. You
1: are the person that called the meeting.
0: Bring this meeting to order. (laughs) Bring this
1: meeting to order. I asked everybody to show up.
0: I noticed the inner critic was like (laughs) yammering at me, so we're having this meeting. We're
1: having this meeting, right. And so when I started this with myself, recognizing that I needed to call this meeting, mm. I gave my individuals faces, I gave them names, I gave them personalities. Mm. Okay. So my inner critic, his name was Boss Hogg. Okay. <laughs> and he had a big, he was a cartoon guy with okay. the big jolly face and the bald head and the big cigar and he kind of talked like somebody out of a 1940s, crook. He,
0: he used to said like, girl, God. you better do better. <laughs> right. You're not doing good. You're not good right. enough.
1: Yes. And he was really loud and he was really in my face. So that was my inner critic. So he was boss hog. So I had him and then I thought, well, who else do I want at that table? And oh. there's always a voice. I think we all have a voice in our head of, that is trying to tell us we are good, okay we, we have done enough. we are loved, we have accomplished whatever it is. And so in my mind, that was a grandma. I don't okay. really have a grandma in my life didn't have really uh. a grandma in my life. but I imagine that it's a in my in my meetings she's a grandma and she's sitting actually in a rocking chair. Ah. she's not even at the table okay okay, she's so she's,
0: she's back little, in the corner quiet,
1: and she's whispering, Grandma whispers, okay. and she knits. So Grandma's just okay. sitting there whispering and knitting, and she's kind of small and frail, and she's saying things like, "You're good, Lisa. you know, you've done a good job, but her voice is so quiet. That you can't hear it over ah, the boss hog character, okay. okay? And you might have one other person in there. Okay. Um, I I invite people not to have more than three people right. at their meeting. to
0: mentally juggle. That. Yes, <laughs> and the yes. imagery gets very complex. Right,
1: right. So you should, you know, some people have Oprah. In in there at their table because she's always you know cheering for people. You can do what you've got your back and whatever. Um, And then you you discuss this topic that that boss hog is telling Uh. you you suck you're terrible you're not good enough. And you allow boss hog to have what would be a reasonable amount of time Uh. for somebody who had an argument a a a you know whatever a bone to pick about this particular topic. So you you go ahead like have your thirty seconds. Say whatever you want to say, but as soon as it becomes too much, then then you are running the meeting. You say thank you, thank okay. you, Boss Hog, for your opinion. That's enough time, we, right? We've everybody's heard from you. Let's hear from whoever else right. is at the table. And at that point, you allow the time for Grandma in the corner to speak up. And originally, she is talking so quietly. Grandma, you
0: got something to say? <laughs>
1: She's so reluctant and so quiet right. that you might have to encourage her. What was that grandma? I didn't quite hear you.
0: Uh-huh. Could you
1: scoot your chair closer right, right. so we could bring you more into the meeting? I guarantee Boss Hog will try and jump in again. It is your meeting. You own that meeting and you say thank you again. But mm-hmm. but but you've had your chance. Uh-huh. We want to hear what everybody else at this table has to say and then we're going to decide right. as a group. Do I suck? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Or don't I? Okay. okay? And, and the vote, if, if you're listening to grandma, you're listening to right. the, the vision of yourself you would like to be, uh-huh. and maybe you've got Oprah sitting in there, right. that's three to one. Yeah. You know, that's three to one that's saying, okay, Boss Hogg, thanks. And
0: Boss Hogg maybe saying, but but but, 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 but.
1: And you're saying thank you. We You know, we've taken your opinion right. into account. Um, but but you know we're we're gonna we're going with the group consensus here, and the group consensus is because this is my meeting, uh, I get to decide. And you
0: found this this works for you well. Or, oh my gosh, it it, t-
1: it totally cl- uh, disconnected my mind having control of that conversation. Interesting, yeah. Because it put sure. me in a, like I would never go. I, t- I would never host a meeting where I let somebody else have that much
0: control gotcha. over the meeting. Okay. Interesting. Right. And I, I just, like, when I heard that, I so that, that's really good. I think that would really help, you know, yes. a lot of people, making it as visually compelling as you possibly can, really imagining that, the room. Right. The voices and all that kind of stuff. And, like, that boss hog, whatever you choose to have your right. critic be. Right, right. You know, like, okay, I heard you. Thanks. Other people have their say, too. Right. And let's really come up with what's really going on here. Right. And, um... So that, that, I thought that was really good, and I'm going to share that with uh, folks that, that I deal with that have that kind of issue. I may try it on myself because uh-huh. my inner critic can be quite challenging. Right, right. Um, the, one of the things that I offer to my clients, which I have found very powerful to myself, is right. I often set the bar ridiculously high, high for myself, and so I'm like unhappy a lot because right. I'm not living up to what I think my capabilities right, are. Right, right. Um, but what I often tell people that have similar issues is that, you know, that that really is making you miserable. Right. You know, the bar is unrealistically high. Right. You're never going to make it. Right. And so you're basically constantly unhappy. Because setting you're yourself not, up for failure. You're setting yourself up for failure. What I tell people is, you know, imagine you're, you're going for a very long walk or having a very good conversation with, you know, a very good friend. Right. Somebody that you right. really like. And you, you want trust. them. You want them to have a good life. You want them to succeed. Yes. And imagining they're telling you, Right, all of the all of the the issues that you're experiencing. Right, and, right. and what advice would you give to them? Would right. you tell them, "Dude, you suck. You need right. to work harder." Right. What the hell is wrong with you? Right. No, you would you would be much more encouraging. Right, you'd be you know more you, well, optimistic. Well, you would see, their see their positive side. You see their right. positive side. You tell them, "Well, you're doing great." You know, you know, give your, cut yourself some slack. Right, you know, you got this. You know, it was hard last week, but you know, be kind to yourself. Right. You know, let's, and let's just walk that through. And if you think of yourself, you know, as your own trusted friend, right. and you give yourself that kind of advice, it's much better right. than that voice that's just saying, right. "Dude, you're you're awful. You're just not living up to your standards. Right. You could you achieve cancels. so much more." And you, right. Instead, you say. You know, I see that you're doing really well. You know, you've had some right. stressors this week. You know, your your grandma died, right. and your baby's in the hospital, right. and you stubbed your toe really bad. <laughs> right. But you still got everything done, right. dude. You rock. Right. You know, you're doing right. a great job. You know, yes. and that uh, you know that kind of counsel yes. that you would give a very good friend is the kind of thing that you owe to yourself, uh, rather than that harsh absolutely. critic. And, and it's gonna it's gonna serve you very well in the, in the long run. Yes. Now that that critical, uh, you know, inner critic. You know, part of that is 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 like the compelling you to, you know, to try to improve yourself, to grow, right, to be better, right. etc. But it often just becomes so overwhelming; it yes. gets beyond itself. Right. And right. I think it's like you're meeting, like, okay, Bo we heard you. Right. But you don't run the show. Right. Right. You're not the only voice <laughs> you know, here. You know, you know, and you may have some good input. Right. You might say, you know, you know, you may maybe maybe you, you little, did need to work a little bit harder. Maybe you did need to work a little bit harder. Right. But you don't have to be making me feel bad about right. it because I, you know, right. I do have a desire to be better, to improve, right. to to achieve my goals. I heard you. Let's be a little kinder. What did I do well? And are there areas that I could improve? Right. And so right. it's, it's putting its... It's putting it back in the right place. It's not getting rid of the inner right, critic. It's right. As I said, it's taming yes. the inner critic. Yes. That's the important thing. Well,
1: and that's what I wanted to talk about because I feel like a lot of people want to hear them talking about this issue of this negative voice. They're like, Well, I just I just I just say stop. You know, I just say stop, don't you know, don't don't think that, don't do that. But but if you if you learn anything about like Eastern philosophy or the martial arts if you flow with something, it's more powerful than if you meet it head on and try to stop it. And that that inner critic has an energy. It has a force of its own. Um, And so if you accept it, just like sure. I said, if you're listening to boss, it, it has a place. It has a place. If you listen to it, that softens the power of it. Uh-huh. Now you have the ability to say, "Okay, thanks. Right. I, I, I appreciate that you gave me that feedback. Uh-huh. What are my other options? Sure. What are the other things that I can think about this same exact situation without that letting that be the only voice, sure. the only energy, the only right. power. So stopping it is really is is not actually very productive. Right?
0: Because to me, it's just you know it's part of your evolutionary brain yes. function yes. to you know look at the environment and say where's danger right where's new, where's more food you know where's where's where can i improve where can right. i you know have a better life right. you know and if it's and it's constantly looking for those things and yes. it's going to become the loudest voice and say you know gather more food right you know, move, <laughs> build, a build,
1: a, build a better house build a better
0: house you know it's going to be always doing that so right. you need to keep it you know where it needs to be right
1: right so yeah and I, and i think um, just any perspective that you can get that separates you from that voice whether it's mm-hmm. imagining yourself giving counsel to right. somebody else or whether it's creating that meeting that allows that separation to happen um that that gives you a, a, the space right. the space to have a new perspective yeah. and a new experience And the last
0: thing I think I wanted to talk about this inner critic is I think its its primary driver is shame Yes and shame is not the tool that you want to use to motivate move, to yourself move you forward Absolutely and, and not. to motivate you because it's in the long run, it's it's a dead end. It's gonna yes. spiral you downward yes. rather than build uplift you, up. you and build right. you up and allow you to experience success and get better and right. you know, those kinds of things. Right. So, inner critic has its place. Yeah. Right. Let's keep it tame, let's keep it where it needs to be. Uh and if you were to just pick one thing, just one thing. To tame that inner critic, we talked a little bit about it. What would you pick or suggest people do just to start out?
1: Well, I think it's you know both you and I said the same thing. It's it's can you recognize that you actually even have right. an inner critic? Do you even hear that voice? And if you don't, if you if you say, and I've had people say this to me, I don't have one. Listen.
0: Yeah. It, a- it, even it the not, most positive it may not person be has one talking to you, right? But it could be just a feeling, it, like when right. you do something that you think is not up to your expectations. It's just like a, ah. Oh.
1: Right. There's, and it's, there's it, anger, it's there's It's a there's feeling, disappointment. I could have done
0: that better, could right. have done more, whatever. Right. That's a voice. That
1: is the voice. That's what I
0: mean by a voice. And it may That's literally right. say, dude, you suck. Right. And it may right. actually be an inner voice, but oftentimes it's not. It's just a feeling, it's an emotion, it's a, I, I could have done more, could have done better, right, etc. Right. There's and a letdown to and, it, and recognize right. that. Right. It's, it's the recognizing that that's the start.
1: Yep. And then you absolutely. can begin
0: to tame that and and put it in its place. Yes. It, again, it has its use. Right. But keep it in its place. Keep it tamed. <laughs> <laughs> So until next time, if you need some health and fitness coaching, take a look at bradstearns.com.
1: And if you want business coaching, you can find me at lisastearns.com. And you can find my book at Amazon and it's called The List is Not Enough.
0: Until next time, this has been Just Just One One Thing. Thing.